What's up, homies? <laughs> this is Sarah Good. And I'm Emily. And you are listening to the Good Vibes Tribe podcast. And we are recording on a Tuesday, which is a first for us. I feel like we should sing that song about going up in the club on a Tuesday. <laughs> is that a song? <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> I've, I've sang it before. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm feeling different energy on a Tuesday for sure very different especially a Tuesday night it's I mean I usually go to bed in an hour I know we've been awake for a long time usually I've only been awake for like five hours or something that's not true <laughs> <laughs> yeah we usually record at like three o'clock yeah well that's a lot earlier than it is right now <clears throat> yeah that's true did you have a good Tuesday um it was a very non like anything it was just a Tuesday. I thought it was Wednesday for a while and then realized that it was a not. That's always kind of the worst yeah. when your brain jumps ahead a day and then you're like, damn, it's not. But we do have Monday off next week, so that's And I awesome. have Friday off. So I have a four Didn't you have weekend. Friday off last week? Yeah, I did. Uh. I never take vacation, though, so I'll just take, like, one day off. Yeah. Like, I've literally been working there for three years. I've never been gone for more than two days. That's insane. I know. I don't I just know how you do it. I don't trust anyone else to do my job. <laughs> yeah. So that's kind of a problem. Slash, I don't really have anywhere to go for more than two days. <laughs> but um, did you have a good weekend and beginning of your week? Um, I did. No. I oh, sorry. I have my dog here tonight, and so he's a little jumpy, and that makes me jumpy. But... Um, weekend. Well, it was fine. It was weekend. So it should be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> it was okay. I, um, took a weed gummy on s Sunday night and then like it was supposed to be the kind that makes you fall asleep, but mm -hmm. then I didn't fall asleep. So I was just lying in bed, like really high thinking of a bunch of weird things. I did not take a weed gummy, but that sounds pretty fun. Um, it wasn't because I was exhausted yesterday because I didn't sleep. I thought sometimes those help people chill out. Yeah, it didn't work for me. Opposite of reaction. <laughs> I went on a date over the weekend, and then on Sunday I had my tarot card class. Um and part of what we talked about was what this episode is going to be about. So basically, if you didn't listen to last week's episode, stop listening to this <laughs> and go back and listen to that. Because that's part one. That was about dating. And now we're going to talk about relationships, different kinds of relationships, um, kind of compatibility and dynamics of relationships. And what sparked it was A, the continuation from last week, and B my tarot card class on Sunday, our teacher talked a little bit about, or actually she talked a lot about karmic relationships versus soulmate relationships. So basically a karmic relationship is one where there's a lot of passion, a lot of intensity, a lot of emotions. A lot of times people are feeling up and down. They can be fighting, be hot and cold with each other. And 
basically it's a karmic relationship because they have some sort of karma to deal with, um, either something between each other from a past life, if you believe in that, or just their own karma from childhood or from other things in their lives. Um, and those should be short. Sometimes they're longer than they should be. And then um, a soulmate connection is usually more of a long-term relationship, and it's very steady, calm, um, your emotions are stable, and sometimes it can feel uninteresting or boring if you're used to more passion and, like, fighting, and, you mm-hmm. know, sometimes that can be attractive. And these are relationships you can have, platonic relationships, romantic with your family, with co-workers, I guess. Hopefully you don't have karmic relationships with your co-workers. <laughs> but... Yeah, long story short, those were the two kinds of relationships. So, which ones have you had? Well, there's only two, so I've had both of them. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, my, like, first relationship I had was very karmic, very much, like, intense passion, but then, like, getting really angry and upset, and then, like, passion again. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was, like, really hard ending, and... Yeah, that was very karmic. Um, I think right now it's more of a soulmate relationship, though my emotions do go up and down. But I don't know if that's necessarily the relationship or just me. It's just you. Yeah. <laughs> You're totally in a soulmate relationship. I can tell. As an outsider with a non-biased, I guess I'm still slightly biased. But it's easier for me to look at it from the outside. Yeah. But... Yeah, I would say my first relationship was karmic. Um, I felt like I was pretty chill and calm from the beginning, but he was very emotional, like waterworks were going off a lot. Um, He was a good person, though, (laughs) if you're listening. Um, But yeah, and it just kind of like went up and down and for the last half of our relationship it was like I wanted out and we fought a lot I felt like I would purposely say things to set him off or like try to get him to break up with me I mean it was dysfunctional to say the least and then basically actually my second relationship after that was even more karmic I don't know if I had bad karma from that but it was intense like I mean right when I met him I felt so attracted to him we had so much chemistry but we would fight all the time and we would get, there was a lot of jealousy Yeah. and I'm not a jealous person. I had never been jealous before. I really haven't been jealous afterward in a relationship, but he was so jealous that it made me become jealous. Yeah. It's like, why are you so jealous? Is it because you're doing something? Or? Totally. Yeah. I mean, if a guy talked to me, if a, if I mentioned a guy I went to school with, he would freak out. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. But at the time, I was kind of like it's turned kind of on flattering, by it. Yeah, totally flattering. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Wow, he he like likes me this much. He cares that much yeah. if someone says hi to me." But yeah, actually, I remember basically the night we broke up, or like it was the night before that we broke up over the phone the next day. But <laughs> um, I was trying to make him mad, and I was like, "Oh, my friend, like this guy called me." <laughs> Which he did, but there was nothing there, and there was no reason to bring it up. But, oops. <laughs> but um, I feel like I have had one soulmate relationship in terms of a romantic relationship. 
Um, I know it's kind of cheesy, but I feel like I have soulmate connections <laughs> with my friends and with my dog. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, seriously, Bowie and I, we have a past life connection, like a good one, though. He came into my life for a reason. <laughs> I have a karmic relationship with my mom's dog, which is really huh. weird to say, but that she is such a bitch and she is bitchy to me. <laughs> she'll sometimes she'll growl at me and we all laugh about it, but I'm like, eh, not funny. <laughs> this dog's a bitch. <laughs> I love her, but yeah, it's passionate, I guess. That's it's interesting. Up and down. I know it's weird. I think my dog's my soulmate, but um, I also sort of think he might be autistic. <laughs> Oh, I think he's just, um, you know, adopted. Yeah. Or, I mean. Later adoption. Yeah. Later in life adoption. So he has, you don't know what his, like, upbringing was. Yeah. Um, Is it called adoption with dogs? Yeah. Okay. I was like, that didn't sound right. <laughs> when I said it, I was like, that sounds really wrong to say that. No, that's right. Um, that was not a statement, though, about people who are adopted. Like No, I, it wasn't. It was just. It was I meant that about dogs. Dogs. <laughs> I just yeah. want to clarify that. <laughs> but yeah, I also feel like I can have, or I do have karmic relationships with some people in my family. Huh. And that's sort of people you can't really get away from. Right. Those are like long term karmic relationships where I'm like, is this, are we done yet? Like, <laughs> have we gone through this karma? I feel like my dad and my sister had a karmic relationship growing up. Mm-hmm. Like they would be up and down a lot and now they're they don't have that anymore which is kind of interesting according to my teacher it can't change like either you have a karmic relationship with someone or you have a soulmate connection like it can't like get better and then it's like okay our karma's done and now we're soulmates why i thought like didn't you say something about how the karmic relationship is like you have to work something out like you're working something out with that person like can it ever be worked out I don't know. It didn't really sound like it, but that's a very good point, and I, I like that perspective <laughs> better. That's actually a really good way to look at it. I hope that's true. And also, I think um, people can change like as they get older. Mm-hmm. like People mellow, mellow out and stuff, so I think that can help. So I should call back the people I used to date and be like, okay. No, you're not old enough yet. I'm talking about going from like a teenager to an adult. So I feel like I was a teenager and I'm <laughs> an adult. I'm okay. a grown-ass woman. I'm almost 30. Ugh, I was young, though. That was like, yeah. I mean, one ago. of them, I was 22, mm-hmm. which is basically a baby. And the other one, I was too old to be acting the way I was, but I was like 25. <laughs> I was 22 in the first one where it was very, um, it was a lot. Yep. It's a lot. Yeah, that was a heavy relationship. Mm-hmm. Mine wasn't quite that heavy, but it was, like, annoying. Yeah. Mostly, I just felt annoyed. (laughs) (laughs) It's good you got out of it. Every time you end a relationship, in retrospect, you should look back and pick one word that, like, sums that relationship up. I also think, you know what's interesting with relationships is, like, the length of the relationship. How, like, you could have a really intense, like, one-month relationship. Mm Mm-hmm. Or some people are together for like seven years and then they like end it and it's like, um, it, you know, the whole thing was like mellow or like it never got anywhere. It's the short term relationships that are really crushing and like you didn't get to that point. You're like you're almost still in the honeymoon phase or whatever you want to yeah. call it where it, there it is still passionate and intense. And it's also about like what could happen and like looking towards like, I don't know, like getting to know this person and everything. And mm-hmm. then it 
if it ends or if something happens, it's like really, it's heartbreaking, even though it was only a month. Yeah. Did you have a one month relationship that was heartbreaking? No, I'm more thinking about our friend. That oh, yeah, totally. Yeah. I actually told a few people about that, too. <laughs> I mean, to- it can be intense. Like if like we had a friend that we were talking to this weekend and he went out with a girl he was going out with her for like a month or a little over and then it ended but it was like the first girl he had liked in a really long time and he just felt a connection with her and he'd been going on other dates and not having any connection with anybody and so like when it ended it's really hard and so I haven't had like that exact experience but I have had a like month month and a half relationship that ended and I was pretty sad about it but it wasn't like that bad I guess (laughs) yeah I mean I've actually I haven't had that many relationships but I've only been broken up with once but even the ones where I broke up with people after I did it it was still hard for me to get over it Mm -hmm. like I second guessed it for month like way too long like almost a year where it's just like oh my god like why did I do that yeah and that almost made it worse because I was like it's my own fault Hmm. yeah but I mean it's breakups suck either either way if you're the one doing the breaking up or if you are broken up with because like relationships I feel like it's what makes up our lives right um you said most of the people that go to tarot are looking at relationships, right? Yeah, like everyone wants to know about their relationships. And so it's because that's like the most important thing in our lives is our connection with other people. So like when you break it off with someone, it's like you're breaking off a connection with another person that you felt really strongly. Yeah, and I always kind of wonder like, especially in a relationship that was longer, like where does that love go? <laughs> Like, I feel like it doesn't just disappear. It just, like, takes on a different form. Hmm. I mean, I don't understand how you can care about somebody and then it's just gone. Like, you just feel nothing towards them. You think that's possible? Yeah. That's really sad to me. (laughs) Like, even the people I've broken up with, like my first boyfriend, I was not in love with him when I broke up with him. But I still, like, loved him and cared Mm -hmm. about him. And I still have fond feelings memories I don't know towards him not I guess I don't feel any sort of love but you had a connection with him before you started dating with him so like you had known him for a long time Mm -hmm. which I like my first boyfriend I met online that was very passionate whatever and then we ended it it was like not even a year and now I feel like he's just a stranger Like, I don't even know who he is. And so, like, how can I care about someone I don't even know? Yeah, but if you guys were in love, like, that love is somewhere. (laughs) Like, I mean, it's even, I don't know if you've ever tried to get back together with an ex, but it's easy because, have you ever done that? Tried to get back with an ex? Yeah. Like, gone on a date with someone you used to date or anything? I don't think so. I have. And... I mean, we had a bad breakup. We did not have a good relationship. But right when we saw each other, it felt easy again. Like, we it connected again. Like, there was a reason why we had connected in the first place. So, 
even though I mean I hadn't thought about him I hadn't talked to him I hadn't seen him we're not connected on social media or anything it still was like back to where we were again hmm that's interesting for one night (laughs) 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 we went out to get like drinks and french fries and I choked on a french fry (laughs) I almost died he gave me a hug and I never saw him again nice that was a waste of time (laughs) don't try to get back together with exes yeah I would say not to I read this book when I my first relationship ended called it's called a breakup because it's broken or something like that ouch (laughs) well it's like the truth like if it's um if you broke up there was a reason that it happened there's like something was broken about it and like it's just gonna break again if you try I mean I guess that can't always be true but you know for the most part like you have to get on with your life and be who you are and then figure it out and not go back to that person have you read any other relationship books like what was that one everyone was obsessed with oh he's just not that into you I saw the movie I saw the movie too but I don't think it was quite as um blunt as the book seemed to have I didn't read the book but I love the movie I've watched that multiple times I've only seen it once and I vaguely remember seeing it but someone I mean it's about girls dating guys who just aren't into them yeah but they don't realize it Mm -hmm. (laughs) guys do that too that's kind of a one-sided story maybe girls are more straightforward about it I don't know also, I did want to ask you about this. This is just, I'm just randomly throwing this in here, but I've been hearing people and memes online and I've seen t-shirts that say, stop telling little girls that boys who are mean to them like them. Oh, yeah. And people definitely told me that. And then when I was walking my dog this morning, these two little girls were walking to school together and this girl was saying how this boy's mean to her and the little girl's like, don't worry, he likes you. He's mean <laughs> to you because he likes you. Like, how long have people been saying this? But I think it's actually kind of true. I still believe that statement. I think it probably is true, but I think it should be, like, redirect those boys towards, like, not being mean and showing their affection in a different way. Damn. We're going to have some, like, feminist children if we send that message, which would be good. Yeah, that's a good thing. But, like, how Because I feel like it's, like, the boys, they don't know how to express that they like this person, and that's how they do it, maybe. And it's acceptable because... We're saying, oh, he's just doing that because he likes you, which makes it acceptable for him to keep doing it. Yeah. I mean, that message is kind of rampant <laughs> among <laughs> children. I Seriously, I remember so many people telling me that. My mom told me that. My sister. One of my teachers told me that. I don't think anybody was ever mean to me. Well, that doesn't <laughs> mean they don't like you. But there was one boy specifically, and I had a huge crush on him, and he sometimes he was mean to me. Um, not like super like how old are we talking um I was in elementary school Mm -hmm. like I had a crush on him from third to fifth grade and one time he stole my homework and crossed off my name and then wrote his name and I cried and um I went and talked to my teacher after class I was like that was my homework because she thought I didn't do my homework and then she was like don't worry we'll get this figured out and then she's like and you know when boys are mean to you it means they like you I was like oh okay <laughs> do you he think he did me. like you? Um, probably not. 
don't know. <laughs> His mom did tell my mom that he liked me. Oh. And then I remember telling that to someone else, and they're like, my mom told me that, too. <laughs> or his mom, like, went around and told a bunch of girls. Moms. That's so weird. Maybe he just liked girls, though. He yeah. was pretty flirty. He was super cute. He looked like a little model. He What's he doing today? He's married. Oh. And he's like a lawyer or something. And he was not a very smart child. <laughs> <laughs> but um. Yeah. And like movies setting unrealistic expectations for people about what relationships are going to be like. They really just don't prepare us. For I just dating. watched a bunch of the Twilight movies. Those are intense. Oh, I love the first one, which is probably like the lowest quality one. I of watched all of, all of them except for the first one. It's the best one. I own that one. Really? Yeah, it was directed by the woman who did 13. It's actually like an indie film. It was yeah. super low budget and amazing. Yeah. Um, but like their relationship is very weird, like stalkerish and mm-hmm. like not probably how you want a relationship to be. Totally don't want a relationship to be like that. Did you read the books? Yeah. Um, me too. And they're written by, isn't she Mormon or she's very religious. And that's why oh, really? the whole thing is like, you know, he won't sleep with her until yeah, I know. they're married. Yeah. Um, there, there's something else in there that's like kind of religious undertones. I can't. Yeah, there is. I can't think of what it is, though. Um, there's also just some weird stuff going on. I mean, he's really old. Yeah. And she's young. Well, in the movie, like, he's like, um, I want to marry you. Like, back in my day, we would have had supervised visits and, like, we would court you or whatever. He's like, it's so much more complicated now. Which, is it more complicated? I don't know. I also, I actually read, I didn't finish it, though, but what's it called? Modern Romance. That's oh, yeah. The one by Aziz. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, but that's actually kind of how his book starts off, how um, he has some stats in there. But people used to marry people who lived, like, just a few miles from them. Like basically you'd marry your neighbor or like someone who lived down the street. Um, They didn't have all this like online dating. So it kind of simplifies it. I mean, the more options you have and the more complicated things get, the harder. But maybe you're happier with more options with the person you end up with. Cause if you're like, Oh, I don't have that many options. So I guess I'll go with that person, even though they're like not that great. I don't know. Cause I almost feel like some people are very overwhelmed by the idea of commitment and having to choose someone they're going to be with for the rest of their life. And Mm -hmm. they just feel like, oh, we can break up and like I can date somebody else. Whereas if, you know, sometimes maybe if they just got married, it would work out. (laughs) Right? I mean, at a certain point, you just have to say like, okay, this, let's do this. Yeah. Do you believe in marriage? Um, I do for myself, but I don't think that it's right for everybody. Yeah. I think um, I'm sort of old school in that way. Like, I want to get married and have kids and have the house and that whole thing. And I don't know, like, why I'm that way, because I'm pretty progressive and, like, I'm pretty liberal and, like, all for everything else. But I just, I don't know. That's, like, what I want. So, 
Yeah, and I feel like you can totally be a feminist and progressive and still like some traditional practices like marriage. And yeah, I just, I mean, I have some friends that are like, I don't need to get married or like I want to be polyamorous or whatever. And I'm like totally for that. I just, I don't, and I, I mean, I would be willing to try anything out, but I just think like I in the back monogamy. of my mind, that's what I want. I would What not. do you think about marriage? Um, I like it. (laughs) I want to get married. And I mean, mostly I just think it's really nice to have partnership, especially when you get older. Yep. Um, I mean, my parents have been married for almost 50 years. That's insane. And I don't know if I want to be married to someone for 50 years. (laughs) Um, slash, I think it's almost like too late for me. I don't really have longevity in my family. So, um, I, but yeah, I mean the idea of being alone when you're old, I think is kind of sad unless it's really what you want, but I don't know if anyone really wants that. I feel like humans want relationships exactly like you said before. Mm-hmm. Actually though, this reminded me, I was listening to an episode of the lifestylist podcast, um, Oh my God, I would marry Luke's story. He's <laughs> such a babe. I like, I'm in, I am in love with him. But he had this kind of crazy older woman on, um, older as in like in her 70s probably, um, talking about the problem with relationships today and why so many people get divorced. And she thinks it's because all the women today think they're men. And want to take on mass. <laughs> Emily just rolled her eyes and is <laughs> making some very judgmental faces. Um, and things that a lot of women are too masculine in a way. And it either defeminizes men and makes them then take on a feminine role. Or the men are just feminine. But obviously I do think that's like way oversimplifying the, what's going on. And I don't think there's anything wrong with being like a strong independent woman. But... I do think it's nice when a woman like kind of takes on the female role in a relationship and the guy like I like a guy who's masculine and I don't need him to like dominate me and like do everything for me. But I am very turned off by a guy who isn't masculine (laughs) or isn't like traditionally male. (laughs) Thoughts? Thoughts. Um, Well, I just think that that is wrong and I think the reason there are more divorces is because in the way that women are more masculine like maybe that but I would say that that means that it's just means that they're able to assert themselves and say what they want more instead of just saying okay whatever you want honey and then they don't divorce them because they're just doing whatever the husband wants they're not actually happy and they're not actually fulfilled and I think that's how it used to be and the woman just had to do whatever the man said and now women have more power and they can assert themselves and say what they want and that maybe ends marriages because like you know they are able to speak out I don't know I think that's more what it has to do with than the other thing but you don't think it makes like dating harder no I think it should make it easier I think like, like you have that view of what masculine is, I guess. But if somebody didn't, like, if somebody was like, I want to, like, just see someone, whoever they are, like, masculine, feminine, like, I just want to 
like either way it doesn't matter it, it opens you up to more people more possibilities do you want to date a guy who is kind of feminine um like what does that mean um i mean basically that you would be the dominant one in the relationship if we're just talking about like straight up traditional gender roles between a guy the dominant and a girl in what form? like you're the one who makes the decisions um maybe you um are like the winning voice in every argument possibly making more money i don't think that one matters that much but um she was saying that like i mean women who are more aggressive um and argumentative about things i mean i let's be like guys and girls are different yeah like somebody is going to be the more dominant one in a relationship somebody like you can't just like if you're gonna compromise i mean someone has like stepped down a little bit and i don't think that always has to be a woman like i think it's i think it's like equal though i think it should be equal one person steps down in one way another person steps down in another way well what about guys who are just like totally just the most basic level like someone who pays for you opens the door does gestures like that like i don't open doors for guys generally really? strangers and stuff no i'll hold it open but i don't like step to the side and like hold I it i do i've never done that before <laughs> wow i'm learning about you sarah <laughs> is that rude no but i'm just like i just have a different view about that like i think um i think that like those are just so societal like um impacts on people more than like the actually masculine and feminine like holding the door open for somebody that's just been trained into our minds that's not like actually something that makes you more masculine or feminine totally but i think it's something that like i i mean i think it's nice when someone does that for you yeah and so i do it for other people too because i think it's nice i do it for other girls i do it for guys strangers i'll do it for anybody you're really nice emily Well, I can't really think of the other examples that she had. He had another conversation with a male about relationships, and it was about how guys need more time to decompress after spending time with someone, whereas a woman will hang out with a guy and then want to keep hanging out with him and like can think about their relationship while they're together, whereas a guy usually needs more space to do it. And sometimes if you're in a relationship, maybe the girl starts to think like, is he not into me and like overthinking things. Whereas the guy's like, I'm not thinking any of that. I'm just decompressing. I just need time alone. Mm-hmm. I have seen that. And those are kind of gender roles or like things that are attached to people's gender. But I think gender is also very fluid. I think different people have probably different levels of hormones in their body, making them, or like different upbringing or whatever so like there's a like fluid scale so maybe some girls need more time to compress like and some guys need less like i think it can vary based on people did you know that everyone is starts off as a woman yeah so it is literally like fluid because we all start (laughs) the same yeah but that was i mean you just said that way too nicely (laughs) You, that was so well put. <laughs> I mean, I didn't mean for it to become about, like, gender roles. Well, no, I know. And, you know, the thing is that, like, like, well, one way that I think that your point does come to light, like, I don't know that, 
I don't like we don't know the differences between men and women like they're all it's all anecdotal mostly but we do know that men's muscles are able to like develop more than women's um but that doesn't mean that all men are stronger than all women like there are some women out there that are probably like stronger than like most men out there and there's like some men that like can't you know are really weak and so I think that kind of shows the point that maybe there's some stuff that is generally one gender or the other but it doesn't mean that's the way it is for everybody well I work out and I'm real strong (laughs) and I still am like very feminine and I would like a guy who's stronger than I am okay and I forgot the other thing I was gonna say this kind of went off topic. We were talking about relationships. I yeah, guess we're still talking this about... This was like dynamics of relationships yeah. and like compatibility. I mean, there is kind of a new wave of feminism. I mean, I don't know. Have you seen all the women online, like the influencers who are against like shaving their armpits and some of those like traditional feminine practices? They're against shaving... No. Yeah, like they're letting their armpit hair just grow. And That's then they take new. pictures of it. No, but, like, there's a new wave of them. Like, some of these girls, they're all in the same realm of, like, health and wellness Mm -hmm. and kind of holistic stuff, and they're all doing it, and they have these hashtags that they use. Huh, interesting. Um, Yeah, it's definitely not new, but it kind of goes in waves. I mean, for a while, it was super pro, like, hairless everywhere, (laughs) and now it's like, oh, yeah, like, let's bring back the natural stuff. I don't like body hair, so I really can't get (laughs) on board with that. And I do that for me, not for guys. Yeah. Do you like body hair? No, but I know that it's because I've been like ingrained in my mind from society <laughs> and not because like I actually like there's anything wrong with body hair. No, there's not. But like it feels really nice when your skin's really soft. Yeah. <laughs> and hairless. But yeah. OK, I, I took it all over the place. <laughs> um, I, yeah, I don't even know. We started with karmic and relationships and soulmates and then tiptoed into something else (laughs) (laughs) the dynamics of relationships oh yeah well one of the other things we were maybe going to talk about were like love languages oh yeah but i totally forgot mine oh i was hoping you were gonna lead this part because i don't even know what they are i do know one of them is like spending time with people and that's my like lowest oh yeah what are they there's gifts quality time words of affirmation physical touch and acts of wait the gifts i think is the acts no that's different acts of something like like vacuuming somebody's apartment versus like buying them a gift is oh like doing stuff for them yeah like helping them out like with in their everyday life i think that one actually was high up for me really i think it's really nice when people help me with things yeah. <laughs> and i hate asking for help i also feel like i'm about to sneeze um i hate asking for help but it's really nice when people do things yeah it is but i don't know my love languages i know i took the test a long time ago and it ranks them for you i think that i really like i'm very into words of affirmation which is one issue I have with my boyfriend because he's not as good at that. He's like wants to give physical touch if you're feeling bad, like give you a hug or whatever. And I'm like, I need you to talk to me. Don't you think that's totally like a male female thing? <laughs> like Maybe. guys are more physical. I don't know. I know you're sick of me stereotyping. No, men I mean, and women. It's, I don't know. I mean, I don't think there's anything wrong with men and women being different. It doesn't mean that one's better than the other. I I'm don't think there's anything feminist. wrong with it either. I just think that. 
you can't generalize because it doesn't it's not true for all men or all women yeah that's true and so like it might like make i don't know if someone isn't that way then they're like oh well what's wrong with me and it's like nothing's wrong with you nothing's wrong with you you boo Um, oh my god, I said that to my dog the other day and my neighbor was sitting outside. <laughs> Bobby was like peeing and then he looked at me. He always gave me this like concerned look and I was like, You do you boo and I looked up and this guy's just sitting on his porch. Just like, fuck. Did he like I smiled, that was it. <laughs> then I let Bobby finish peeing and I walked away. Oh, that's funny. Uh well, I think I'm done with relationship talk. Yeah, I don't have anything else to say. So should we go into our WTG? Yeah. But if anyone has a good relationship story or a good insight on relationships, DM us. We have an Instagram account. It's good with an E, vibes, tribe. And um, yeah, hit us up. Slide into those DMs. Hit it up. (laughs) And yeah, the ways to grow is the next section. Do you remember what yours was from last week? I do. (laughs) I didn't do it. Um, I was supposed to do the words or stream of consciousness writing oh, yeah. for five minutes. Um, I did it one day and then I didn't do it any other days, even though I was like thinking about it every day. I just like, I don't even know why I didn't do it. Well, maybe you were mentally doing it in your head cause you were thinking about it. <laughs> sure. What was yours? I don't remember. Do you? I didn't do it. I'm sure. <laughs> what was it? I feel like it was like, Oh psh, Yeah. It was the freaking crayons. I did. I was. Oh, you're going to finish your drawing. Did you finish it? No, because I want to get baby oil, which I think I mentioned last time Mm. so that I can like smear together, blend together the colors um, because I'm doing this ocean and it needs some blending. And I've had it on my shopping list for a while to get baby oil, but I keep going to Whole Foods. and I don't think they sell it there. Oh, I see. Um, so but you also were going to show it to somebody you could show I know it to when me it's and then done. still <laughs> no it's going to be done I see that was part of the goal um, but I don't want to do that one again this week I'm going to do a different goal do you have a goal um, I did oh yeah I do have a goal I've already started it okay um, I'm like when I, I'm at work and I need like a little decompressing, I'll go online and I'll go to like PerezHilton.com and like read gossip websites no, and stuff. I hate that site. I know. So I'm like, I need to stop doing that because when I was really high and trying to sleep <laughs> on Sunday night, I kept like thinking like, I don't know, thinking stuff about myself and about other people. And I was like, reading all this gossip website is probably like not helping my self-esteem and like how I think about people so I need to stop reading that and so I decided that would be my goal speaking of high and then I'll get to my goal I went to a like going away party last night at work for someone who at my job is going away um and her and her husband are going to be selling CBD products Mm -hmm. stuff um and so she gave us samples so i got a cbd oil and a cream oh my gosh and um he said if you rub enough of the cream all over your body you'll like pass out so is that true it's if it's cbd it doesn't have thc in it does it have like you're not supposed to get high off of cbd that's supposed to be just i know that's what i thought but he said it'll go into your blood it must have something in it huh he said that one wasn't like regulated interesting 
um, the oil. I mean, it could just like relax your body so it so makes you tired. So pass out. Well, maybe that's my goal. Put the whole entire sample <laughs> on my body at one time and see what happens. Um, just kidding. I'm not gonna do that. Your goal was to not look at trashy websites. websites. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I uh, I do this one a lot, but I'm gonna go ahead and do it and say it out loud, and maybe it'll stick. I'm gonna drink water. I don't drink any water literally the entire day. I must be so, and I drink too much caffeine. I do drink kombucha, which I think is hydrating, but like black tea and coffee do not hydrate you. So I'm gonna try to drink two water bottles a day. I think my water bottle is eighteen ounces. Nice. You're supposed to drink half your body weight in ounces. Have you heard that? Yeah, I've heard that. Um, I don't know. That's a lot. But you, uh, I've heard some people, like, one way to do it is say, like, do you have lines on your water bottle? Nope, I have a gold swell bottle. Yeah, I don't have lines on mine either. You can't, so you can't even see, like, but sometimes being able to see the progress helps you to. Yeah, I used to have a bottle like that, and I actually, like, wrote on it the times of the day. Yeah. So I could see, like, okay, by 12 p.m. I need to be at this spot. Mm-hmm. Um. And I, for a while, I was really good about it because I actually went to the doctor. I don't remember what I was there for after I graduated college. And she's like, you have an irregular heartbeat and you're really dehydrated. And I was like, holy shit. What? Yeah. Actually, though, I think I had been taking some Adderall. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's probably illegal to admit. <laughs> I had a prescription. <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, that dehydrates you. Yeah. Like really dehydrate you um and then I got I cleaned up my act and I stopped taking that I told my doctor I don't need this anymore and then <laughs> I um started drinking water nice um th- did I, you say what your goal for the week oh yeah I was drinking water right right <laughs> <laughs> um yep that's it and then our next section is uh, WTF. Oh, yeah. And our WTF this week, I don't want to judge anybody, but <laughs> sometimes I see these, and I don't want to say it's just girls, but it is just girls. I see these young girls who are wearing so much makeup, and they're dressed like little adults, and they're not. They're children. And adults is, like, a nice word to put <laughs> it. Um, and I'm just, like, I don't get it. Like, there was a girl in my class and we had to go around and introduce ourselves. And I mean, I saw her and clearly she was very young. I thought she's probably like 16. She was 10. Oh my God. And she was, she was wearing so much makeup, like eyeshadow, liquid eyeliner, winged out, tons of mascara, like red or dark blue. What color was it? Purple. It was purple, dark purple lipstick, like maroon with like lip liner I mean, it was sad. Yeah. I felt bad for her. I was like, what are you doing? Don't, you don't, there's no need for you to look like that. You don't want people to look at you like that, especially guys. Yeah. And when you're a 10 year old, you should just be like hanging out and living your best 10 year old life. Like not Right. I mean, that. I never wanted to grow up like that, like grow up so fast. Like when yeah. I was 10, I looked like I was seven <laughs> and I was chill with that. <laughs> Um, I didn't even start wearing makeup. I started with clear mascara. (laughs) Is that a thing? It's a thing and whatever. If you curl your eyelashes and then you use clear mascara, it does kind of help them like stay curled, but you can't see it. I mean, that's, it's clear. 
Um, but I started in like lip gloss, heavy amounts of lip gloss, yeah. just shiny, like clear basically. Mm-hmm. And I did that in like eighth grade, ninth grade, but I was usually too tired to even bother. I don't really don't remember when I, what my deal with makeup is. And I got, I remember going with my mom to the mall to buy concealer and I was really excited because genetically I have some like gnarly bags <laughs> under my eyes. And I just always look tired. Um, and that was kind of depressing because I was like, damn, I need a lot of this to cover these <laughs> up. <laughs> but I mean, my, yeah, I don't know. If I had a daughter, I'd be like, I'm sorry, you can't go out. You can play and you can like hang out with your friends at home like that, but you cannot go out. Yeah. It's not good. I mean, but like, yeah. And do they, should, do they really even need to be playing like I'm an adult? I used I mean, to play I guess that. That's okay. I played teenagers with my sister, and she hated it because she's six years older than me. So like, she was a teenager. Mm-hmm. But oh man, I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> that was my favorite game when I was like ten, and she was sixteen. Hmm. And I would just put on like stuff that kind of looked like what they would wear in Clueless or something. <laughs> and nice. Yeah. I'd be like, I'm going to high school, <laughs> and then like news flash, high school is not like that. <laughs> It's really But yeah, do you see girls like that? Sometimes. I'm not I don't really see little kids that much, so I live by a school, maybe that's my problem. And they I see them going to school like that. And like your mom lets you wear that. It's crazy. And I hear them just say the worst things ever. It almost brings like tears to my eyes. Should go like stop them. I want to. Like and like they'll be talking about nasty stuff with boys which i'm like i hope that you're not actually doing that stuff um they're having little conversations and then they stop and they're like oh my god your dog's so cute i'm like you're so cute you're like 10 (laughs) what's wrong with you you should like be that crazy lady that like (laughs) talks to the kids and be like you shouldn't Uh, be saying that no i feel like living by a school has like really damaged me i I'm horrified by children. I had these two little sixth grade boys flip me off and then drop the F-bomb and call me the (laughs) B-word. How do you know they were in sixth grade? I don't, but hopefully (laughs) they were. I mean, they they looked really young. Oh, yeah. And they were walking down the middle of the street, and then I honked at them. And, yeah, they, they like, double flipped me off. Both of them did. (laughs) I was, like, did that just happen? (laughs) <laughs> it was crazy and I guess I'm glad school's back in session because those kids need to be in school yeah. instead of walking down the middle of the street all right well I don't usually have like ADD like this I feel like I was just like distracting myself and getting off topic do you have any final thoughts on relationships on goals for the week on children or just life well I guess I just want to say like want to hear other people's opinions on relationships and on girl on like the little kids that are acting like adults so if anybody has any opinions on that you should uh write us at at good vibes tribe on instagram good with an e yeah yeah i actually eventually want to do a q a episode so eventually we need some people send us some questions yeah that's kind of one of my hobbies and i want to give a shout out to my friend emily burke because she told me she's been listening so hi emily um, I don't have any final thoughts. Just like calm down, advice <laughs> for myself. But also, like I, I'm a feminist. Okay, <laughs> I just want to make that really clear. I'm a feminist. Okay. Okay. Thanks for listening. Um, 
I don't know what next week's episode will be, but it's going to be really good. So, it's so good. come back for that. And um, peace, love, and joy. Bye. Bye.